Hello and welcome to episode 540 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. It is my pleasure to be with you this afternoon. My name is Terrence M. Stanton. We are recording on Wednesday, May 24th, 2023, in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us begin with St. Alphonsus Liguri's Wednesday prayer to the Most Blessed Virgin Mary to obtain deliverance from hell. My most beloved lady, I thank thee for having delivered me from hell as many times as I have deserved it by my sins. Miserable creature that I was, I was once condemned to that prison, and perhaps already after the first sin, the sentence would have been put into execution if thou, in thy compassion, hadst not helped me. Thou, without even being asked by me, and only in thy goodness, didst restrain divine justice. And then, conquering my obduracy, thou didst draw me to have confidence in thee. Oh, and to how many other sins should I have afterwards fallen? and the dangers in which I have been. Hadst not thou, my loving mother, preserve me by the graces which thou didst obtain for me? Ah, my queen, continue to guard me from hell. For what will thy mercy and the favors which thou hast shown me avail me if I am lost? If I did not always love thee, now at least, after God, I shall love thee above all things. Never allow me to turn my back on thee and on God, who by thy means has granted me so many graces. My most amiable lady, never allow me to have the misfortune to hate thee and curse thee for all eternity in hell. Wilt thou endure to see a servant of thine who loves thee lost? O Mary, what sayest thou? I shall be lost if I abandon thee. But who can evermore have the heart to leave thee? How can I ever forget the love thou hast borne me? My lady, since thou hast done so much to save me, complete the work, continue thy aid. Wilt thou help me? But what do I say? If at a time when I live forgetful of thee, thou didst favor me so much, how much more may I not hope for now that I love thee and recommend myself to thee? No, he can never be lost who recommends himself to thee. He alone is lost who has not recourse to thee. Ah, my mother, leave me not in my own hands, for I should then be lost. Grant that I may always have recourse to thee. Save me, my hope, save me from hell. But in the first place, save me from sin, which alone can condemn me to it. May all the words that I speak be so many arrows dipped in the blood of thy sacred heart, O Jesus, to pierce the hearts of all who hear them with love for thee. Amen. Holy face of Jesus of the Vale of Veronica. Dear Lord, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer these prayers in reparation for the sins which most offend God in our times, blasphemy, the profanation of Sunday and holy days, and communism. Pater noster, quies in celis, sanctificator nomen tuum, adveniat regnum tuum, fiat voluntas tua, sicut in celo et in terra, panam nostrum quotidianum de nobis hodie, et dimite nobis debita nostra, sicut et nos dimitibus debitoribus nostris, et ne nos inducas in tentationem, sed libra nos amalo. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tua mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora per nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostrae. Amen. Gloria Patri et Filio et Spiritui Sancto, sicut erat in principio et nunc et semper et in secula seculorum. Amen. The Golden Arrow Prayer. May the most holy, most sacred, most adorable, most mysterious and unutterable name of God be praised, blessed, loved, adored, and glorified in heaven, on earth, and in the hells, by all God's creatures, and by the sacred heart of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, in the most holy sacrament of the altar. Amen. For the defeat of communists, Freemasons, and all revolutionary men. 
Eternal Father, I offer thee the, the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ and all the instruments of his holy passion, that thou mayest put division in the camp of thy enemies. For as thy beloved Son hath said, a kingdom divided against itself shall fall. Eternal Father, we offer thee the holy face of Jesus, covered with blood, sweat, dust, and spittle, in reparation for the crimes of communists, blasphemers, and for the profaners of the holy name and of the holy day of Sunday. Amen. Friends, as we are still in the month of May, honoring Our Lady, the Lord's masterpiece, I wanted to take a look at a piece from Chesterton.org written by Mr. Dale Alquist. This is from Lecture 48, entitled The Queen of Seven Swords. And Mr. Alquist begins by saying, a poem is picture painted with words. If a picture is worth a thousand words, so is a poem. Even if the poem has very few words, a poem uses language as a shortcut to an idea or a feeling that would take much longer to describe in prose. A short poem can sometimes say much more than an entire book can. This is why even someone who is a master of prose, someone such as Gilbert Keith Chesterton, abandons prose and turns to poetry to express something too deep for mere words, the mysteries that surround the Virgin Mary. Chesterton uses poetry for the same reason that hundreds of painters have used paint and hundreds of sculptors have used wood and marble and hundreds of composers have used music for the same reason that Mary has been the subject of Christian art for centuries. The fact that Mary appeals to the greatest artists is by itself evidence of her penetrating and enduring greatness, that she also appeals to the lowliest and most anonymous folk artists and simple people also speaks of her universal appeal. <laughs> Chesterton says that the Hottentots did not try to paint mumbo-jumbo as Raphael painted Madonna's. There is nothing in any other religion to compare with it. Artists have indeed been obsessed with her because they are trying to express some inexpressible truth about the woman who gave birth to God. Just as a poem or a painting is a shortcut to an idea, Mary is a kind of shortcut to the greatest of all ideas, the love of God. Ultimately, that is what creativity is all about. Ultimately, that is what all artists are always trying to accomplish for us, the legitimate shortcuts to the love of God. And that explains why artists are drawn to the mother of God as a subject. The Queen of Seven Swords is a slim volume of poems that Chesterton published in 1926. The title is a reference to the second chapter of Luke's Gospel. When Mary and Joseph presented the baby Jesus at the temple, Simeon rejoiced that his eyes had seen God's salvation, which is what the name Jesus means. But he prophesied that the child would be a sign of contradiction. Then he looked at Mary and said to her, And thy own soul a sword shall pierce, that out of many hearts thoughts may be revealed. Luke 2, 34. Chesterton refers to a sevenfold splendor surrounding Mary, corresponding to the seven wounds of Christ. And there are seven poems in this collection corresponding to the seven champions of Christendom. And in the poem, The Towers of Time, Chesterton writes, The heart of the swords, seven times wounded, was never wearied as our hearts are. Mary is a springboard to mysticism because she shares the sufferings of Christ 
and meditating on Mary's sufferings draws one mystically into Christ's sufferings. Out of many hearts, thoughts may be revealed. The cross is indeed the sign of contradiction. It is the eternal paradox. It is the center of Chesterton's thought. And it is not without significance that the cross and the sword have the same shape. In these poems, Chesterton reveals his swordsmanship with the pen. The sword is an image that cuts both ways. It is, of course, the weapon that wounds, but it is also the weapon that defends. It is the symbol of chivalry, of knighthood. Deep calls to deep. Paradox answers paradox. In the poem called A Little Litany, Chesterton paints a word picture of the Madonna and child with the baby Jesus crawling up from his mother's lap and looking her in the eye. He found his mirror there, the only glass that would not break with that unbearable light. Till in a corner of the high dark house, God looked on God as ghosts meet in the night. Can we find in all of literature a more profound and provocative image than God looking at God in the reflection of his mother's eye? The marvelous images go on forever. That is why there are thousands of different Madonnas throughout the history of art and why Chesterton says in another poem, in all thy thousand images, we salute thee. And why in another poem, he muses that if all the statues of Mary were smashed, we would still carve her image with a song. It is an inexhaustible profundity. These wells that shine and seem as shallow as pools, these tales that, being too plain for the fool's eyes, incredibly clear, are clearly incredible. Truths by their depth, deceiving more than lies. There is another paradox for you. The story of the Virgin Mother of God is a deep well that looks like a shallow pool. A simple story, hugely complex. A truth more deceiving than a lie. One of the reasons for the Protestant dislike of Catholic art, besides the completely false charge of idolatry, was simply the puritanical dislike for anything beautiful. But Chesterton suggests that there is something even more sinister about the attack on Mary. In the poem, A Party Question, Chesterton actually treats the original Protestant revolt against the Catholic Church very sympathetically, acknowledging full well that the Church was indeed corrupt with, quote, bad men who had no right to their right reason, who were opposed by good men who had good reason to be wrong. But as that tangled war continued, it became more devious. The goal was no longer reform of the church. It became the destruction of the church. The revolt had lost its innocent anger. It simply started to attack everything about the Catholic church. When it attacked the mother of God, Chesterton said the sound was recognizable. It was a hiss out of hell. The Protestant revolt fizzled into rudderless skepticism. The result is the agnostic age we live in, tortured by apathy and relativism and self-centeredness. We are in the new dark ages. We need the same light of faith that led us out of the previous dark ages. We need a return to honor, to chivalry. Where shall they go that have delight in honor, when all men honor nothing but delight? We need... And we are seeing a resurgence in the devotion to the Virgin Mary. It is the only cure for a society that kills its own children. In the prophetic poem and agreement, Chesterton turns to the world and says, it is our sterile appetites that scorn the creative purity of Mary.
So, in her house, life without lust was born. So, in your house, lust without life shall die. So ends the article. G.K. Chesterton, of course, was a masterful writer, a brilliant storyteller. He had a mastery of so many different subjects and uh, a convert to the faith with a, a deep love of Our Lady, as did his wife, Frances. And you would do well to read more Chesterton. Um, just a, a brilliant man and I, I think a saintly one as well. Let us be more devoted friends in this month of May, especially to Our Lady. She's always leading us to our Lord. And we know, as she said at Fatima, in the end, my Immaculate Heart will triumph. Russia will be converted and there will be a period of peace. We're still praying for that. We're still hoping for that. Russia has not been converted in mass to Catholicism and there is no peace in the world. Indeed, we seems like we stand on the brink of World War III right now. But Jesus has conquered sin, Satan, and death. And he has chosen in this world and in this specific time in history, the Blessed Virgin Mary as the means to crush the head of the serpent. So pray that rosary every day and never, ever lose hope. Our Lady of Fatima, pray for us. Let us conclude once more, friends, by mentioning Helping Autism Through Learning and Outreach, available on the web at H-A-L-O hyphen soma.org and also episode 277 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast in which I interview my wonderful sister and my wonderful niece about RPM. That's an acronym for Rapid Prompting Method, a system of communication for non-speakers, just as sign language was a revolutionary breakthrough in terms of being able to communicate for the deaf and Braille was a revolutionary breakthrough in being able to read for the blind. RPM is that sort of revolutionary breakthrough for non-speakers. When my niece was eight years old, before she broke through to open communication, we didn't even know her favorite color. Now we know that she is a composer. She's gifted at, at um, comprehending other languages. She's uh, skilled at mathematics. She has a whole host of abilities. She is a comprehensive genius. And we would have known none of that were it not for RPM. So once again, please direct others and check out yourself, H-A-L-O hyphen S-O-M-A dot org and episode 277 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast because communication is a human right. Let's pray now for help and for healing for our non-speaking friends and family members. Almighty and eternal God, healer of those who trust in you, through the intercession of St. Raphael Archangel, hear my prayer for non-speakers and their families. In your tender mercy, restore them to spiritual and bodily health that they may give you thanks, praise your name, and proclaim your wondrous love to all. I ask this through Christ your Son, our Lord. Amen. Daily act of consecration to St. Joseph. My Father and my guardian, I give myself entirely to you. And to show my devotion to you, I consecrate to you this day my eyes, my ears, my mouth, my heart, my whole being without reserve. Wherefore, O good Father, since I am your own, keep me and guard me as your property and possession. Amen. The three Hail Marys in honor of the Immaculate Purity of Our Lady of Fatima. 
Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tua mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostrae. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tua mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostrae. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tua mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostrae. Amen. A Gloria Patri for a special intention. Gloria Patri et Filio et Spiritui Sancto, sicut erat in principio, et nunc et semper, et in saecula saeculorum. Amen. And now to honor Our Lady, let us say by thy pure and immaculate conception, O Mary, obtain for me the conversion of Russia, Spain, Portugal, Europe, the United States of America, Canada, and the whole world. Virgo potens, ora pronobis. Sancti Osef, teradaimonem, ora pronobis. Sancto Raphael Archangeli, ora pronobis. In nomine Patris, et Fili, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Thank you very kindly, my friends, for listening to episode 540 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. In your charity, please share Our Lady's podcast with everyone you know. Follow us on Twitter. The handle is at Fatima Podcast. If you think our Lady's Podcast is worthy of it. Please give us a five-star rating and review at Apple Podcast or wherever you're listening to this. Most importantly, offer up prayers and sacrifices for our Catholic bishops. Goodbye and God love you. <laughs>